Hello and welcome back to the Revision Hub. We're Elsie and Sophie and today's episode is for the AQA A-Level Psychology course on the topic of attachment, specifically caregiver-infant interactions. This will be useful listening for you if you study the topic of attachment, as well as if you would like to broaden your knowledge of psychology in general. If this episode helps you, please consider following us on Instagram at the.revision.hub and follow us on your preferred podcast provider for a new episode every Thursday. An attachment is a two-way emotional bond that develops over time between two people, shown by their behaviour. There are four main behaviours that indicate attachment, named by Maccabee in 1980 as seeking proximity, distress on separation, joy on reunion, and orientation of behaviour. Seeking proximity means wanting to be near the attachment figure, and distress on separation means becoming upset when the attachment figure leaves. Joy on reunion means showing pleasure or relief when returning to the attachment figure after being apart. And orientation of behaviour means being aware of the attachment figure and directing attention towards them. Interactions between an infant and primary caregiver are two-way, meaning both actively contribute, much like a dance. This is called reciprocity. Babies have traditionally been thought to take on a passive role in relationships, but we now know that they have as much of an active role as the caregiver. Examples of reciprocity include the mother smiling at the infant and the infant smiling back, as well as the mother smiling at the infant and the infant frowning back. As these examples show, reciprocity is about simply responding to the action of the caregiver, rather than always coordinating with the caregiver. Babies have periodic alert phases during which they signal that they are ready for interaction. Mothers are able to pick up on and respond to the infant's alertness around two-thirds of the time. From around three months old, the baby's interactions with their primary caregiver become more frequent and involve paying close attention to each other's verbal signals and facial expressions. Interactional synchrony occurs when the infant caregiver interaction is not only reciprocal, but also coordinated. Their actions mirror one another and move in rhythmical patterns with each other. Examples of interactional synchrony include the mother smiling at the baby and the baby smiling back, or the baby pointing and the mother looking in the direction of the point. To sum up, reciprocity is about simply responding to the caregiver's actions, whilst interactional synchrony is about responding, but in a coordinated manner. If a mother smiles at her baby, the baby frowning back would be an example of reciprocity but the baby smiling back would be an example of reciprocity and interactional synchrony. We looked into two studies that relate to interactional synchrony. One was conducted by Meltzoff and Moore in 1977, and the other was conducted by Isabella et al. in 1989. Meltzoff and Moore observed the beginnings of interactional synchrony in infants as young as two weeks old. They had an adult display 
one of three distinct gestures and the child's response was filmed and identified. They found an association between the expression or gesture the adult displayed and the actions of the babies. Isabella et al.'s 1989 study involved the researchers observing 30 mothers and infants together and assessing their degree of synchrony. They found that high levels of synchrony were associated with better quality mother-infant attachment. Now we've covered the theory of reciprocation and interactional synchrony, we can evaluate how strong it is. We will be discussing two criticisms and two strengths. One criticism is that it is difficult to determine what is happening when observing infants. A hand gesture or change in expression doesn't necessarily have a special meaning, as we cannot be certain of what is happening from the infant's perspective. Another criticism is that observational research cannot tell us the purpose of reciprocity and synchrony. It simply describes behaviours that occur at the time. There is some evidence that reciprocity and synchrony are useful in development of mother-infant interaction, but this cannot be found by simply observing. One strength of the theory of reciprocity and interactional synchrony is, is the tight controls that are imposed on observational research into them. Mothers and infants are filmed, often from multiple angles, to ensure that every fine detail of behaviour is recorded for analysis. This gives the experiments a higher internal validity. A second strength of the theory of reciprocity and interactional synchrony is that babies do not know or care that they are being observed, meaning they will behave naturally and give the experiment high external validity. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of The Revision Hub. If this episode helped you, please follow us on Instagram and follow us on your preferred podcast provider for a new episode every Thursday. Bye!